everybody's favorite radio program. The Tony Bruno Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry May. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Hello there, children. Welcome to the epicenter of science, the city of Philadelphia. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole gang is in the house. We're all tested. We've all uh, taken our temperatures. Some requested not the, uh, the the one we use every day. Where some were requesting the other thermometers, Harry Rectal. Mays. Yeah, we didn't yeah. go rectal today. I don't have any alcohol. <laughs> and I didn't want to waste vodka on the rectal thermometer. But anyway, we're all... On, Robin's the one who's closest to being in the danger zone. 99.3. Anything over 100, we'd have to shut down the show and quarantine for two weeks in Orlando, Florida. All right. Uh, Inside the... Uh, sit by a fire for about five minutes then, Robin. <laughs> Tony, as you know, I always run hot. Oh, geez. There she is right now, peeling out of here. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm sorry. I was watching Memphis uh, Street Outlaws last night. Is that a new show for you? It's not a new show. No, I flipped by that. It's funny. These guys in Memphis all go down there and drag race illegally and, and bet a lot of money on it. On Beale Street? No, it's not on no. Beale Street. I know. It's like in the woods somewhere. Oh, okay. It's a bunch of rednecks. Come okay. on, Harry. You know how them rednecks are down there in Memphis, Tennessee. What's the matter you have? I was down there last year around this time. Were you walking in Memphis? Uh, No. I mean, we actually didn't get into Center City. Man, we went to the golf tournament with Nick Kale. No. Yeah. Just for that, Harry. Even though it's early into the show, I have to give you the first. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got a lot of stuff today. We got NFL news, the countdown. Now, Harry, I got to. It's not my style to criticize. You did not have an NFL free agent tracker countdown clock on your list. You got the NFL, you got the NBA, you got college football. Right. Yeah, you got the Masters. Yeah. How did you not have an NFL countdown clock to the end of the period where you can sign your player and fran- to franchise players getting long-term deals, which is coming up very, very soon? I only count down to live-action sports. That's live action. No, it's not. Like if I, I you want to rip me for not having a clock for training camp for football, that's valid. Because no, that's I'm at least the, at I'm least just busting your chop. The reason I'm saying that is because last night. the day. But no, last night I, I got ESPN on. And ESPN has a, had oh, a, cl- a clock. countdown oh, yeah. clock to the end of the, uh, the period where you can sign your franchise players. It's 4 o'clock today, exactly. Eastern time, yes. But they had a 20-plus right. hours, and I, that's when you left, right after the show and after we left. Yeah. I said, well, how the hell did Harry not have a countdown clock to the whole free agent yeah. period situation or I the know. franchise situation? I saw that because I was watching Get Up the other day in the morning. While oh, I was you're the, the guy. While I was on the <laughs> treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed, found him. I noticed the countdown <laughs> clock, and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Where do we draw the line for for countdown clocks? There is no line. You can I anything you want. You can count down to the next uh, to to March. Actually, I have a countdown clock to March first of twenty twenty one. 
what oh. we will be allowed here in the capital of scientific research, Philadelphia, where that will be the next time we'll be allowed to go out and have a barbecue. Right. Maybe Gather. We can gather. We can't go out and get a permit to do like a block party or close the streets if you've got a kid who's got a, you know, you can't rent those big rubber, bumpy, jumpy houses, you know, those Bounce things. Houses. Bounce houses. Yeah, Bounce yeah. houses, yes. Yeah. Bounce with me. Bounce with me, baby. Not the women on trampolines that the back in the day on the, the man juggies? show. The juggies. Love the juggies. That's good knowledge right there. How, how did I know Harry would remember the juggies, the <laughs> chicks on tramp? And, that, and Jimmy Kimmel parlayed that into a national nighttime yeah. show. I know. Unbelievable. How huh? long ago was that? That was probably 20 years ago. Yeah. Was, was it on, that long? Yeah. 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 Couldn't do that today. Yeah, and Adam Carolla's got a big yeah. book out and a big podcast. Oh, absolutely. He's See? A big success, too. Who says that tawdry sexism doesn't pay? I agree. Not anymore, though, Harry. But anyway, we're so proud here in Philadelphia because that's where we are. It's tax day. It's July mm-hmm. 15th. It's uh, Christian Austin's birthday today. Robin yes, Sun's celebrating a birthday today. How old? 28. Wow. Damn. Damn. I know. What does that say about Robin? I don't even know Robin? how that's possible. I tell you, I wouldn't even want to go back to 28 today. Really? No. If um, you could change now and say, I, I want to go back to that one age where I think my life was at its absolute peak. And a lot of people, you know, you could be at your absolute peak now. I'm not saying you get older and you lose everything. Yeah. But, you know, we always think about when I was 35, I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, when you get older, your body's not the same way. You're getting right. aches and pains. I'm going to say 35. That's when I was at my peak. I thought I was hitting it on all cylinders. I had three kids, yeah. family, big house. I didn't have the white picket fence, though. I didn't have that. But no. I did have uh, an AR-15 to protect the house just in case a couple of punks came by. So I always had that in my uh, So 35 was the peak good old days for you? Yeah, because people right. are going to say, ah, 20. When we're 21, you're dope. Yeah, right, Let's be right. honest. What 21-year-old is, like, lucid and smart? There are some. I'm not saying I'm not c- condemning when you're everybody. in your 20s. Uh, I definitely wasn't. At 21. Yeah. When you're, I was married at 21. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, oh me too. My God. When you're I in your 20s, to you. though. You... I mean, i got to give you one of those. What are you talking about? I mean, come on, man. My wife was 19. Jeez. I was 21. My wife was 19 when we got married. When I was 21. <laughs> it was a The problem is, is that when you're in your 20s, you absolutely 100% are convinced. That you know everything. That you know yes. everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, not when you're 20. You're right you're, about that. No, when you're 16. <laughs> when, you're, when your kid is 16... That's the age, and I've learned this from having three kids, two boys and a girl, that that's when they know more than you do. Mm. When they turn say, oh, come on, Dad. I know more than you. What do you know? <laughs> and in some cases, they're right, like technology and stuff. Yeah. And my one son, my oldest son, AJ, he, I mean, he's an ITT expert for the IRS. Right. And now he definitely knows more than you. So he knew more math than yes, you no, when he great was at, at math. 16, right? Yeah, and I suck at math. So that just proves We all he, know, Tony. But I'm saying just because your kids are good at math doesn't mean you're good at math. Or just because you suck at math doesn't mean your kids are going to suck at math. Right. It's what they like. And they math, you can that. learn math. Yeah. I love math. Or you can just math. use a calculator. Mm. Who knows math anymore? You go into a, you go into a store yeah. with your mask on, of course. Sure. Do you think the cash register, the people working there, know what change to make? No. no. The machine tells them right there. You give them a 20, your bill 718. They don't have to figure out how much change to give you, like I used to do when I worked in stores mm-hmm. and pull the pennies out and yeah, get do, it out. Do this test. It's hysterical. <laughs> like if you have, if it's something cost three dollars and fifty-five cents, give them four or five dollars and fifty-five cents, mm-hmm. and the, it like it blows like, their mind. They're like, yeah. wait, wait, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what are you doing? I and like then, doing that and then telling them how much to yeah. give me. I'm like, yeah, that'll be a dollar. <laughs> anyway, enough Just about ripping young people, Harry. Because you know. 
We were all young once. Mm. You know, we got some young people in here. We got the guy on the couch, Conlon Farrell. How old are you, bro? I was just going to say that. I'm 23 right now, so I feel like I'm on the uptick of reaching my peak. Yeah, you're going to learn every day. I'm learning now. I'm 68. I learn every day. When you you decide that you know everything and you want to stop learning, Mm -hmm. that's when you're an asshole. (laughs) Other than that, you know, if you don't want to learn, if you think you know it all, it's like going to lager. Yeah, that's, no, that's not at all. Just put it down. You can say that. What's the matter with you just people? Mark it down. I'm getting like uh, getting canceled by my own staff. <laughs> Wait, who's, well, whose name is on this show? Is Joe C's name on this show? No. Is this the it's... Joe C show? <laughs> I thought it was on the Joe Eunice show, no? Yeah. <laughs> I, I signed up for the wrong show. I'm sorry. I don't think I was in my peak in my 30s. I think that I would like to be able to have that time back i think mm. that mentally and everything i'm at my peak now yeah exactly. like i i know i i'm a little bit more humble <laughs> i feel more comfortable with myself but i wish i had the time back from my 30s i just wish my body wasn't so broken down yeah. battered we're battered performance yeah. everybody feels that way you know what i'm happy about being alive again yeah being alive in the capital were you, were you dead no i mean i'm dead inside unfortunately <laughs> but uh, but here we are. You're an empty vessel. I am an empty vessel. <laughs> sort of like our mayor and a lot of politicians right. who just make edicts based on no science. You know, I'm about science, Harry. Right, That's right. what we always do here. I wear masks. I'm tired of people lecturing me. I know. I wear a mask when I go outside. Not when I walk alone and there's nobody around. I went into the bank. I wore a mask. I went into Popeye's. So don't lecture me on wearing a mask, all right? I'm an adult. Jesus. But here's the thing, Harry. Mm-hmm. Here in Philadelphia, we are at the epicenter of stupidity. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not involved in politics. Everybody can talk about the presidential election. You're going to vote in a couple of months. So you're going to worry about, oh, no, why are you worried about the mayor? Shouldn't you be worrying about the White House? No, there's an election in a couple of months. I worry about what affects my neighborhood, what affects the city that I grew up in and love. And when you have a mayor who is now a national embarrassment, and I'm proud to be somebody who is led the charge to expose this guy, Harry. Yeah, you've been beating that drum for, for a years, long, long time. Years. I'm yeah. not a jump on the yeah. bandwagon Johnny come no. lately. And what he did yesterday was the absolute pinnacle of incompetence, negligence, and stupidity. And now all of a sudden, guess what happened today, Harry? Because yesterday I retweeted all of his edicts, mm-hmm. his edicts about no large gatherings. And, all, and then all of a sudden people started saying, and we were on this, on this show yesterday, what about the Eagles? Because, again, I don't tell fans where to go, what not to go, what's safe and what's not safe. But you look around the NFL, Harry, and what are NFL franchises in pretty much every city that I've seen so far announcing, again, providing there is a season. Right, some sort of limited capacity for fans of maybe 10% of the building, whatever it is. Exactly. So this isn't me saying that fans should go into stadiums. This is what the league is preparing to do. Mm-hmm. And if they can socially distance people with masks and they're not sitting right next to each other in a stadium and they think it's safe and they have the ways to get in, who is a mayor of a city to that come out and say, no, you're not allowed. I'm the mayor, damn it. And not only are you allowed, not allowed to go to Eagles games, you're not allowed to have parades. You're not allowed to have block parties. You're not allowed to do anything. Go to church until I say so. And you know when I say so? March 1st, 2021. Now, for all these people who are, that's about science. The science. I I listen to science. You tell me one doctor, one epidemiologist, 
one anybody who's even went to a science class and broken a Bunsen burner and a beaker <laughs> who, who, who actually can say that everything's going to be okay by March 1st of 2021, Harry. I cut open a frog once. Did you do that? In science class. I don't think they're allowed to do that Probably anymore. Probably not. No, they're yeah, not. Yeah. That's, that's uh, no, murder. They, I think they yeah. still do no, that. No, I, th- I think they've cut back on I that. I operated really? on a pig. Yeah, I did. Well, I've, yeah. I've, I've worked on pigs my no. whole life. Come on. Sometimes you got to settle. You Have know you what I'm taking saying? taken a gallbladder out with <laughs> yes. a... Yes. Yeah? yeah? I did my own it. once. I yeah. did self-surgery. You know, I had a... I had a Pop kidney. A I had a kidney there. stone, and it was painful. I finally just made a little incision, and I reached in and pulled it up. Bam! Great salad surgery over there. <laughs> was that yes. in uh, anatomy class? What? That you did that? No, no that biology. Was, oh, biology. 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 biology was the frog. The pig was when I was selling medical. In, in oh wow! Yeah. I, so uh, biology was the frog for I me, did. and anatomy was the pig. So I did. A pig and a frog, and maybe one other thing in biology. I just remember I had it right before uh, lunch, mm. so all I could smell is formaldehyde. Like, oh, that's all yeah, I could taste lovely. when I ate lunch. Bruh. Yeah, it's a good time. That gets in the back of your throat. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> we got a good show coming up today. Not only, I will not rip the NBA today. No. But I will rip the WNBA today. All right. The WNBA finally in the crosshairs you are of this program. You are an equal opportunity ripper, And it's Tony. not about ripping. It's about calling out injustices. I'm looking for justice. That's what everybody claims they want, mm-hmm. justice. I want justice for all. And that's what this show is about. That and goofing off and taking calls on What Up Wednesday from Jose. That's taking right. calls from everybody out there. Including another one of your former partners. And to me, I will explain to you why the next guest is one of the most influential and most talented and most prepared people in the history of sports radio. Is Harry. that right? He will join us next on the show. We'll have a Nick Cannon update, and we'll have the WNBA story that will blow your mind. So stick around. We're just getting started. It is a What Up Wednesday, Harry. What up? And Harry may have some golf picks to give away later on. Possibly. So stick around for that. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole crew here on Sirius XM 211, SB Nation Radio, Twitch TV, pretty much anywhere you can be, we are there for you. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at goarmy.com slash warriors. 
We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is a one-up Wednesday. Having fun as always, that's first and foremost, Harry Mace. But then again, informing as well. We only bring on the best minds that understand this business and one of the best to ever do it. And the reason why he was the very first employee hired at ESPN Radio. The Long first. Before, he was hired before Tony Bruno, before Keith Olbermann. The first man that they said, we've got to get him here to build this thing. <laughs> the most prepared man in the history of sports the great Chuck Wilson, coming from his gilded mansion right off the Newport coast as he's ready to <laughs> sail out into <laughs> on his yacht off of, uh, Tony, off of Providence, doing, Rhode Island. How are you, Chuck Wilson? <laughs> well, it's good, good to connect with you. And it is a strange time we're living in, isn't it? Absolutely. But that doesn't, you know, and not, you know Rhode Island is beautiful. Uh, you've been up there, right? In New oh, England yeah. Now. My sister Chuck, lives up near. Are your yeah. sister? Li- I thought she lived in Florida. Well, she lives in Connecticut, but in near, like, uh, Mystic and all that area. So it's very close to Rhode Island. Yeah, it's close, but it's still not Rhode Island. No. Harry. Come on. That's Chuck Wilson built that built that state he still rules it right now chuck great to talk to you man a lot of stuff to talk about of course uh and the you know i'm not going to talk about science here the thing about the eagles and by the way the mayor today has clarified his edict about shutting down everything in philadelphia till march 1st of 2021 chuck now i know you're not a scientist i'm not a scientist but i haven't seen any doctors epidemiologists or anybody say that we will not be safe to go back outside with crowds of more than 50 people 
until March 1st of 2021. And if you've heard that, please let me know. And who was that person who came up with that? Yeah, I, I don't know why we, we're trying to look that far into the future. I don't think anybody really knows that far in the future what's going to be happening. So uh, why is the mayor doing this? What's the advantage? I have no idea. I just look for simple. I'm a simple guy, Chuck. I look for you simple solutions. You run the city for crying out loud. No, trust me. If I was running up. this city, they wouldn't be in the shape. But I'm not a po- I don't want to be a politician. <laughs> you know, a lot of people get on radio shows. And their whole goal is, I'm going to parlay this into a political career. I have no desire to do that, so I don't want to replace the mayor. I would never even put myself in that position. The problem with running for politics, Chuck, is that you always, once you get in, if you do, you owe too many people. Mm. And so when you, have, when you owe people because of favors to get in, you know, then you really can't have a clear vision of what you really want to do what's best for the people. But enough about that. So that's the thing that bugs people here. And now one of the, st- one of the original thoughts was, and the mayor flat out said, no large, you know, because the Eagles, the stadium, yeah. city runs it. So the city determines what the capacities are for engagement. So 50 people is the limit. And you know, Chuck, the Patriots, all the NFL teams so far, of course, predicated on there being a season, have come up with some plans on what number of people will safely be allowed to come into the buildings. So you would think the Philadelphia Eagles, or a pretty good team, would also have those plans in place. But the mayor now has passed the buck saying that, well, you know, we want to clarify this. The Eagles are going to – they're the ones who are going to tell their fans and their season ticket holders what they're going to do. So after telling everybody the Eagles couldn't play football and it's a national headline – now, all of a sudden, he's passing the buck, saying that it's up to the Eagles to determine what they're uh, going to do. I just do. have no idea what, what the advantages of coming out so far in advance to try to say, you know, what will be safe at that time, what won't be safe. The only thing we know right now is that wearing masks and social distancing does make a difference. Yep. And in areas that are really being hit hard by the virus, it makes sense to try to clamp down a little bit the extent to which everybody can have arguments over. But there are also some areas of the country that are very low risk right now. And in those areas, we're going to be able to ramp up and and do some things that we want to do more quickly. And we ought to just be guided by the science here. And the whole thing that this has become so politicized is ridiculous. It's a medical issue. This isn't about politics. You know what it is, though, Chuck, first and foremost. It's an outrage. Exactly. (laughs) Harry? Well, I mean, where do you stand on this, Chuck? Are you one of these guys that's more optimistic when it comes to uh, sports coming back in in full? Or are you one that, like us, like we vacillate. It's sort of almost day to day where sometimes I'll come in here and I'm I'm pumped up. I can't wait. I'm counting down. I got a countdown clock on my phone for the NBA. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to everything starting. And then the next day I'll hear something else on TV or radio that puts me in a depression saying that, oh, nothing's ever going to come back. Exactly, we're football all doing. And everything. You're right. I think we're all going it's in that roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, we are. We are. Look, this is this is really difficult because it's been different in different parts of the country, and unfortunately, in areas that haven't really uh, made it a priority and had people that were willing to go along with wearing masks and, and social distancing, we've seen these these flare ups. The thing I think that concerns me a little bit is, you know, early on, guys, we, we got this impression that this was only going to uh, impact old people and that if we could find ways to protect old people. And so, well, you know, we're not positive that that's the case. We, we've got some younger people that are also having some really tough 
medical issues, and you just want to be able to keep it under control. There's no way to completely stop it, but we can bring it under control. I, I, my feeling on sports has been in the areas that have been hardest hit, I just don't see where the close contact sports, football, rugby, lacrosse, so I just don't see in those hard hit areas how you can return to playing those sports in the real near future until you could get some uh, control on the uh, the effect of the virus in that area. The SEC, for instance, I mean, I, I just don't see how, you know, each time they try to bring uh, teams together, you saw what happened in North Carolina, you end up with half the team or more uh, picking up the virus. And, you know, so it, it's a really difficult situation. I think that over time we may be able to socially distance uh, wear masks, go to these stadiums in smaller numbers. Outdoors obviously appears to be a whole lot safer than indoors. The ventilation system uh, indoors are going to have to be changed and stuff, but it's just going to have to be done in smart ways. And it can't just be guided by what our desire is. We all want to get back to playing, but we have to do it in a way that's safe and sustainable. The great Chuck Wilson up in Providence and an undisclosed location. But it's a small state, so we could probably try to figure out where he is. No, we're not going to give out your, your address, Chuck. But you, you have been the king of Rhode Island, obviously in Providence radio for all those years. But you're not doing radio anymore, right? I know you're doing a lot of charity stuff, and you got your own yep. organization called evenfield.org. Because Chuck's always been about sportsmanship. Mm. You know, one of the things we always used to do at ESPN – Whenever there was some sort of an incident with athletes fighting or NBA brawls and things of that nature, hockey brawls, Chuck would always say, where's the sportsmanship? And that became an ongoing theme, right, Chuck? And we do it to this day. Where's the sportsmanship? Yes. So he likes the Lady yeah, Bing get... trophy in the, hockey, right? He is. Right? Chuck will get the Lady Bing of sports broadcasting okay. every yeah. single year. Oh, yeah. And I, I, listen, I get kidded for it. It's fine. You know, I, I just believe in it. Look, we've got to return to have more trust. Uh, and competitive integrity. I just think it's important. The way you win matters. We've trademarked that. The way you win matters because the way you do everything in life matters. The way you treat other people, the way you achieve goals and so on. And uh, I want to get back to a time where it's, you know, kids don't think just about what they can and can't do, but what they ought to do. And it's not going to be what I think they ought to do or what you think they ought to do, but what they think they ought to do. But it ought to be through the filter of, you know, doing what's what's really best and what's truthful and so on. So the organization Evenfield, we're trying to promote integrity, life skills, and leadership through sports. No, and it's brilliant. And, and that's what you've been committing your life to for the – because it's been a while now, right? How many years since you've been on radio, Chuck? Wow, started uh, in the late 70s. But, I mean, since you've been off so, now because we all, you know, no, we all moved off. So, yeah, since your last – 2013. Yeah, yeah, so it's been seven, seven years, years since you've yeah. done a radio. Because we had Peter Brown on the other day, another one of our buddies from ESPN Radio <laughs> yep. Days, and he said he hasn't worked for a couple years now, and he's sitting in Chicago with a young family, and he's just like, you know what? I, I don't. Nobody wants to hire me, and I don't know if I even want to do it anymore if I have to move around, especially yeah. during these times. Yeah. Well, it's, it, look, it's difficult. It's just, you know how important this whole uh, area has been to me, and uh, – I just want to see youth sports become much more uh, developmental and, and uh, get away from just everything being about winning at really early ages. There's plenty of time to put the focus on the wins and losses. I want to see kids have opportunities to develop. 
Tony, you know, Harry, we're, we're losing so many kids by the age of 13 or 14. Three out of every four kids are leaving sports. And, I, you know, we don't need to lose all these kids, but adults are making these decisions that, well, this kid can play and this kid can't play. And you're making these decisions about kids who haven't even reached puberty yet. And so all of those late developing players are behind the eight ball. A lot of them leave sports. Then they're walking down the hall in high school. They're six, five and the basketball coach is going, wow. And, and the kids say, nah, I gave up on basketball. You know, I, I was, I used to be small and, and then, uh, you know, they didn't want to play me and, and so on. To me, it ought to be much more about uh, development, about learning sports, learning to play the right way, learning how to be a good teammate and all the things that are the, the psychological part of it, the mental part of sports, that eventually is going to make a huge difference, even with the elite players, Tony, right? Absolutely. The further up you go in ability, the narrower are the physical differences. What are the big difference makers at that point? Is the character and then the habits that you formed that make you somebody that makes other people better on a team. The great Chuck Wilson talking sports. And talking sportsmanship, and his organization, again, is evenfield.org. All right, Chuck, now we got the bubble down there. Your thoughts on the NBA and the snitch line. Apparently that snitch line's been ringing off the hook (laughs) as people are calling out other players who are violating uh, the quarantine areas and going outside. How many of these things are we going to see in the next couple of weeks down there in Orlando, Chuck? Well, it's pretty simple. It, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, we've already seen this in, in all, all places across the country. You know, if you try to cheat the virus, you're going to lose. Okay? And that's just the way it, it works. If you try to cheat it, you try not to respect it, um, then you're bringing it back inside. You bring it back inside, and we're not going to have the NBA. So um, I, the only real blowback I see for the NBA, even if they make this work, is that this whole issue about testing and the fact that, you know, the league can get – uh, immediate testing and so on. And an awful lot of people who want it around the country can't. Yep. And I, I do think there's a, a, a hit to the NBA that way. But the bubble concept, I suppose, can work in, in maybe a, a short run for a while. But I, I don't know if you're going to keep young guys uh, penned up in, in the bubble. What do you what do you think's going to happen? Well, you we were in a bubble in our little studio up in Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> that was really being in a bubble. The room was smaller than the studio down here. We yeah. were in there for seven uh, hours uh, a night. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny, too, right? We're working at a quote-unquote network, and we're in like a seven-by-seven seven room with no windows. And you know, no doors. No door. It sounded like a broom closet. It was. I mean, the ESPN radio just launched, and, you know, they had they finally built studios. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it was literally like a box that you would see, yeah. like a storage unit. But, you right. know, I mean, it had, it had yes. chairs and tables in it. But technically, it was a box. So that outdoor shot that they'll show if you're watching, like, SportsCenter or Get Up or whatever, of the campus, like, none of that was there back then, right? Well, they, the first big part was. But the yeah. studios were on the, on the fourth floor where all the TV people worked in cubicles. But we were in a corner in a little box. Mm-hmm. And then it took a while before they started building studios because that was the beginning of ESPN Radio in 1992. Hmm. Now, Chuck, yeah. this is Ms. Robin. I have one little thing to add there of this fictitious bubble that Tony's talking about back in the good old days. Because we've heard <laughs> stories about the Bruno Bash in the hotel room afterwards. That was a bubble. That was guys after sitting in a hotel room with a, with a bathtub beer. full of beer uh-huh. and kibitzing or kibitzing after the show. Because seven hours of talking Didn't sports. Didn't you talk was, enough? 
No, but we didn't talk about the show and what segment was good. That was in the meeting after our seven-hour show with our bosses, right, Chuck? We'd have a meeting after seven hours to run down which segments were good and which segments didn't work. Wow. Exactly. And the funniest thing was some of the the regulars we had had on, they would say, uh, uh, you know, oh, this person, they were just being themselves. You know, that's – and and Tony would be on the floor (laughs) – Trying to sleep, he'd have jolt, a couple of jolt colas after that, and I don't know how you did it on that Sunday night of then getting out of your, uh, your fetal position on the floor, driving all the way to Philadelphia doing morning drive. Uh, my hat's always been off to you. I can't believe you did that. I can't either, Chuck, and neither can my family because I had a young family then, and I was going back and forth, going on that, and that drive is a tedious drive because you know eighty-four it's through Connecticut drive. over the George Washington yeah. Bridge. And then on the New Jersey Turnpike in winter, mm-hmm. when you know it's just it's just a monotonous drive, yeah. and you're half. A, that's why I would drink three Jolt Colas just to stay awake and get back to the studio in Center City, Philly, and then do another show at 5:30 a.m. to 10, and then go home and sleep from noon until noon the next day. With Angelo, another Rhode but Island you know, guy, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 the funny thing about it is that the meetings afterward were just a typical thing of what happens at a network, right? Because, well, you have to have a post-meeting. Uh-huh. You know, you just got off the air doing seven hours. There really isn't a whole lot to say, but you've <laughs> got to be able to say that you had a post-production meeting so that you could discuss what we're, Everybody's exhausted. Yeah. Or Tony's got to get up <laughs> and, and, you know, travel to Philadelphia. Eventually, they did away with them, and, and we ended up with really nice studios eventually. But the funny thing was just how early on those studios were just so small. In fact, so small that with three hosts in there, a host had to get up each time an update guy had to commit to do it. Exactly, yeah. That's really? kind of like down here. In there the are only three wow. chairs, and the middle chair was the host, the, the third host. Oh, so he had to give up his up, chair. And then, and then of course, uh, yes. the great update guys, whether it was uh, – Dan Davis. Dan Davis, the legendary Dan Davis. Kestisher, uh, was he back? No, there? that no. was Mark. Was this is before? No, this is was... way before Mark Kestisher. Okay. Uh, who else do we have in there? We had uh, oh, uh, Bob Tony, Bob Picozzi. Uh, oh, Bob Picozzi. Okay. Bob Picozzi was terrific. Absolutely. Now we had we had so many great people, Chuck, and it was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And you know, to this day, a lot of people say, you know, that ESPN Radio Weekend Show, Tony Bruno. It was Chuck Wilson, Keith Olbermann, and Tony Bruno. People grew up because we were on everywhere. And back then, there weren't a lot of networks available. People would listen to that show knowing they'd get the updates and the interviews from Mm -hmm. the locker rooms and that stuff. We took no phone calls from listeners. No No phone calls. No phone calls. Wow. And just going live to a game, screaming it's a final when a game was over, then going afterwards and get great great interviews. So it was a lot of fun. And I'm I'm glad well, I was a part of it. The hard thing, though, was was Tony Bruno every single week was talking about how great Troy Aikman is, <laughs> that he's probably the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. Oh, every <laughs> but you know what's interesting about that, Chuck? Every time I met Troy Aikman after that or talked to him, he would always say, "I loved you on the radio. You're my favorite sports yeah. talk radio host." Because he yeah. knew it was yeah. it wasn't hatred of the, of human beings. Right. It was just sports. Right. You know, it's like Yankee fans and Red Sox fans. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we would just have fun. <laughs> and you know, so I was I did yeah. that stuff. And you know, the Syracuse fans didn't like me because I said they would never make it to the national championship game that year. And then they went on and won the national championship, and I got hammered for that. But I wasn't trying to get people yeah. irritated. I was just trying to right. get people to pay attention. That's what it's all about, Harry. You probably gave them motivation you, to win. I Tony. did. I think. I think Jim Beheim yeah. and those guys See? should have sent me a national championship a ring. ring. Yeah, exactly. 
I never had more fun in radio in 30 some odd years than, than, uh, than working with uh, with Tony Bruno as his wingman because uh, it, it, I mean, the, the idea of doing seven hours is pretty unbelievable. But if Tony's sitting next to you, you're going to have fun. And we did. Harry, I don't know. Harry can't tolerate three hours a day no. with me. No. <laughs> but, no. But Tony said before we brought you on, Chuck, that you were the most prepared man in sports radio. History. Sports history. And he said that you would bring in reams of paper with all kinds of notes and you'd cut out the columns and the stuff yeah. out of the newspapers and all that stuff. What did Tony bring to the table? As far as prep, <laughs> Tony Bruno, Bruno brought his intellect, his wit, his humor. Uh, you know. Because now he takes copious notes. He's, oh, yeah. got, he's got a legal pad over here with it's filled to you know top to Every bottom. Day. Every yeah. day, I, you know, I still take this seriously. You know, I could just mail it and say, "Oh, I've been doing this for fifty years. What do I need to prepare?" You have to prepare. But Chuck is the most. And remember, back then, Chuck. You had to go. Chuck would go to the newsstand and buy like the Boston Globe, the New York Times, mm -hmm. and and cut out columnists, and that's where we would would see what what people were talking about around the country. We were in Connecticut. Right. We had to talk about the whole country, not just local Connecticut news. Yeah, because this was At, like pre personal pre, pre personal computer days, yeah. pre internet, pre all that. Exactly. So again, we weren't revolutionaries. We were just guys, and and Chuck always did this, and to this day, he's the most prepared guy. But you did get accused of not just destroying trees, Chuck, but forests. <laughs> Do you feel bad for the deforestation that you caused in your years at ESPN Radio? I do, my friend. <laughs> I plead guilty. <laughs> Trying to make amends. All right, Chuck, last thing, and that, of course, is, uh, is the end. We talked about the NBA, mm -hmm. but the NFL, because there's a lot of talk about, you know, they can't do it. I saw the, the talk about putting a, 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 a actually shield in the helmets yep. from Oakley. Yep. The Oakley, Oakley shield thing. Yeah. that would yeah. keep players from spitting on each other accidentally or on purpose because they're going to be tackling. You're going to tackle guys and yep. it's going to be contact. And even if you have yep. that, if you have the shield, and then when you're on the sidelines, you don't have to worry about, oh, he's, more, he's fewer than six feet away. So I, I understand. Football is going to be tough to do, but I think there's enough stuff. Gloves, you know, cleaning the ball, cleaning everything else, having the guys clean their hands every time they go off the field. I think football is taking a lot of bad hits as people are saying it's not possible to play. We're seeing rugby, Australian rules football, being played in other countries. You can't get any more physical and close but than the, those but sports. The key is, but the key is getting the virus under control. You know, these other countries that have gone to return school and everything else have gotten the virus under control. If we get the virus under control so it's not just a, a, a raging epidemic, I think we're going to be able to do a lot of things to return. But we, we just we've got to get the thing under control. I, I think the NFL for this year, it's going to be really, really difficult. I think the shield idea would help a lot, but. I think it's really tough right now for the fall. So do you think there will be NFL football? We, we know college is already making decisions to shut it down. The NFL hasn't. We're seeing a lot of conferences. Do you think there will be an NFL season, Chuck? I have to put you on the hot I think seat. The money, I think the money is so immense that uh, they're going to find a way to play. So, yes, I think they'll play. And we know you're a big baseball fan, Chuck. Do you like the 60-game thing, and do you think that'll work? Uh, baseball blew it because they should have come back much earlier than they did. If they'd come back, and they would have owned July 4th. They mm -hmm. would have owned mm -hmm. uh, early on. I think they made a – and they turned off a lot of fans. They, they fans always come back. But um, baseball, it's more problematic, I think, for just for the uh, popularity of it long term.
I agree. We all agree. We remember the 94 season when the strike happened. We had John Sterling on a couple of weeks ago when we brought him into the studio during that strike year, remember? And John Sterling came up and sat in with us on ESPN Radio because there was no baseball to do. Hmm. So we're not going to have that, at least. We're not going to have a shutdown. Who knows about next year and the year after that? But we'll see what happens. Hopefully it happens. And if it doesn't, you know, we're not going to sit here and say they should, could have, should have, would have. We know that they have to be safe. That's all that matters. Everyone can agree with that. Nobody's saying they should be forcibly sent back. So that's we all agree that you have to be safe and we have to get the vibe. That's why we're safe down here, Chuck. We're not wearing masks. Well, Harry wears yes. one every once in a while. No. But we have our temperature meters here, Harry. Yeah, we, yeah. We, Chuck, see, we got one go. of these. We, got, we always take our temperature. Let me check myself right now. After t- 98.4, Chuck, so I am safe to continue broadcast activity. <laughs> yeah, but it's more about your blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, I have one. Oh, he's got one of those, wait, too. Wait, wait, wait. He's got the pulse ox thing I got there. the pulse ox, too. Chuck, this is science. This show's based on science, not just hyperbole. <laughs> so let me put this on and see where I am right now. Let's see what my oxygen intake is. We should bring the uh, the cuff downstairs, though, so you can take blood your pressure actual blood cuff. pressure cuff. Oh, yeah, but yesterday still... he had a rant, and he put that on, yes. and he was at, like, 74. Yeah. So now oh. I'm 98% oxygenated. Right. And my pulse, Heart. my race, my pulse rate is 80. 80. That's not bad. No. That's not bad, right, Chuck? You give nope, me permission, Chuck Wilson, to continue and finish today's program on this <laughs> Wednesday. Am I mentally or physically and, more importantly, aerobically and mentally capable of continuing this show today, huh? And Chuck Wilson, I will ask you that. Um, mentally? Yes. But see that. All right, this thing doesn't mention. This doesn't. This doesn't gauge mental acuity. No. This doesn't mention. Physically, we would have been okay. Well, no, I'm talking about all those vitals. My vitals are good. That's all that matters. If you can breathe and talk, you can do this, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they say at Harry's Broadcasting. That's right, Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Harry said, if you can breathe, you can talk, and you can write a check. You too can enter the wonderful world of broadcasting. Chuck, great to talk to you, my friend. Uh, we got hey, you be, be well, we, Tony. Take care, Harry. And, and Miss Robin, remember, she's the brains of the outfit, Tony. Never forget that. Absolutely. She does. She reminds me of it every single day, Chuck. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Chuck. Let's give Chuck Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Chuck, what's your website? Evenfield.org. Evenfield.org. Are you on Twitter? If you if you eschewed social media. Yep. You, you, you just uh, Chuck Wilson uh, and uh, underscore with uh ef and just really quick this is for children ages or is this for anybody well it's for anybody i mean because we're working a lot with with coaches and with adults on the best way for them to help their kids get the most out of the youth sports experience but overall we're, we're trying to work with the adults who are involved with kids u13 now is chuck you following know. you on twitter i don't know i yes, gotta he check is. he is of he course is. i am of course right. harry i'm just i don't asking. have to i don't have to come ask on, chuck harry. wilson to follow me we go back we go back am. 28 years come on harry this is what's the matter with you man let me give you one it is an outrage Wait, Even president obama said it's an outrage chuck, he asked everybody that we bring on this show if you're fo- he's following him it's important twitter. that's an important thing the well, social media matters following you i know chuck's following me He's Chuck Wilson, for God's sake. Chuck, God bless Absolutely. you, man. We'll talk to you soon, Absolutely. I hope. There he is, Chuck Wilson. <laughs> Coming right up, we have open lines, too. You want to talk and comment? 215-462-TONY is the number. 215-462-TONY. And the strapper line, 24-7, available for you. Leave a recorded message. Do we have any good strapper line calls today? 
Yes, we do. I've Ryan heard, Rothstein says yes. I've heard Jeff in D.C. is on the strapper line. Oh, he's got to be yeah. with all the Washington football talk. We got that all coming up next, so stick around. On Tax Day, July 15th, and What Up Wednesday. What up? The Tony Bruno Show. Go, 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 go. You think LeBron, if he wins a title on October 12th, is going to be ready to go back to training camp less than a month later? No. And then start the season on December 1st? Hell no. No. Hey, LeBron, you just won another championship. What are you going to do? I ain't doing nothing. I got to be back in work in three weeks. Right. I can't even go to Disney World. I've been here since frickin' July. (laughs) (laughs) Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio. Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. 
Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Always great to talk to the people that I had the pleasure and honor of working with. Smart, successful people. That's what makes you happy. At the end of the day, you sit at home and you say, you know what? We did all right. We did our best. But anyway... We have breaking news, and we're going to get to the phones because it's What Up Wednesday, Harry. Breaking news from Harrisburg. No. Yes, just when you thought it was safe to go back outside. Governor Wolf. Governor Wolf has announced new statewide mitigation efforts. After 1,000 uh, new coronavirus infections. And, of course, there are people not wearing masks. Did you see that strapper guy, Paul? Who's the YouTube guy? His last name is Paul. He was out partying with all these strappers in Southern California over the mm. weekend. All these young YouTube influencers are out there. They're the ones spreading the virus. They're not wearing masks. And these guys are like influential YouTube influencers. And they're out there spreading the virus. And then people yell at me. I'm one of the vulnerable ones. Mm. I don't hang around those strappers anyway. Dirtbag. What's the guy's name? I don't know. There's a video of him. It's all over the place there. Logan Paul. Oh, he's the one. Wasn't he the one that got? He got tuned up to a couple of times. Uh, what is there was he something do? about under it. What before does he I say do? anything, let me look. He's at a it. YouTube dork. Yeah, but what does he do on YouTube? I don't know. He makes a lot of money, and then I guess he challenges people to fights. Yeah, he's something like that. He challenged Antonio Brown to fight last year. Actually, he's a strapper. And, and this guy gets makes a ton of money. He's got and, 22 million subscribers. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's and listen, I don't, this is America. But this guy's out there partying over the weekend, mm -hmm. doing beer pong. I'm telling you, it looked like. And so people are going to yell at me walking down the street without a mask on when they're 100 yards away from me. How about going after this sucker, this clown? I just saw his net worth, and I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Exactly. So. Listen, I don't care if he's successful <laughs> and he finds a way to make a lot of money. Yeah, That's what America's all about. Yeah. But when this guy's out there with a bunch of his dumbass friends who are spreading the virus, and then people yell at me when I walk out onto the street without a mask on, and I'm not near anybody, you can kiss my ass. Go after this sucker. Don't come after me. I remember what it was. So two years ago, he was in Japan, and he faced huge backlash after he posted a video when he and his buddies ventured into the I, um, Aokigata Forest of Japan, which mm -hmm. is oftentimes nicknamed the Suicide Forest. Yes. And they found the body of a man who had just committed suicide, and they went on to film it live and were, like, making fun of it and what horrible, horrible things. Well, now, is that the so. same guy as Jake Paul? Because I see no. there's a guy, Jake no. Paul, no. Logan too. Paul. It's no. Logan Paul. I think they're brothers. Yeah, because he's a YouTuber, too, and they're he's strappers. been criticized. They're strappers. Okay. He had a massive party at his mansion. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking that's about. That's Jake Paul. Well, apparently. it's his brother. Okay. They're both strappers. 
Meanwhile, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Jose. It's what up Wednesday He's after. He's a real douche. Where's that? He's a real douche. He's a real douche. Other than that. What up? No, he picked up. up Jose already in progress. Wait a minute, Jose. That was awesome. He started off with other than that. (laughs) What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Caleb? What up, Tanines? What up, McAlpins, Max, and Melissa? Hello, friends down in Georgia. Um, What up, humidity? What up, heat? What up, XM211s? Exactly right. And what up, give that strapper one of those? Exactly. Did you forget the guy on the couch? I said Canines. No, 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 no that's no, not Canines. No, no. Canines not even here. That's Conlon Farrell. What up, Conlon Farrell? What up, couch guy? What up, couch, couch guy? <laughs> what up, um, New York Yankee, New York Jets guy? What up, Jose? Let's get down to the business, Jose. Other than that, enough with the formalities. <laughs> Other than the formalities, let's get to the business, shall we? Yes. On this. High heat, humidity Wednesday here. Sorry. Number one, I hope these basketball players down at the bubble are sick and tired of what up, Mickey Mouse, every morning as they get ready to exhibition basketball down at Disney. Now, they're hooking up. By the way, the guy Hero down there for the Miami Heat, did you see that story? He I hooked, think, he hooked up with Hero. an IG model. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you see her? Oh, I'm sure she's fine. No, I mean, she's like a fitness model. Oh, yeah. And she, you know what she has, Harry. Most great, report, ass. great ass. Great ass. Absolutely. It's a great Pacino she... line from the movie Heat, by the way. <laughs> um, is she overly muscular? No, she's no. in great shape. She's a okay. fitness model, and an IG model, more importantly. And this this hero dude, he's like some pasty white dude. He right? went to Kentucky. Yeah, like I say, yeah. he's a redneck. He he's just shoot. like that. He's like that other douche from Kentucky down there on the internet. What Rex Chapman? Yeah, that guy. Former Kentucky great guard number three played under Coach Eddie Suttons. Exactly right. Alongside Winston Bennett and a big forward named Rob Locke back in the day. Do you remember? How about that knowledge, Harry? Wow. You yeah. think he's got like a Kentucky uh, like a program media, or guy? media guy? Hell no, no, man. That's just knowledge of the SEC and hoops down there in Kentucky, Harry. Yeah, their favorite. Their favorite fight song is My Old Kentucky Homes, yo. No, that's, that's no, what they that's play the at the Kentucky Churchill Derby Downs. and Churchill Downs. i got to give you one of these right now. <laughs> oh, man. i got to give you one of those, man. But they play that at, uh, <laughs> at Kentucky and Louisville games after every song. They after play that game, after right? everything, after they get drunk, after they go to Jack Daniels, after they go to distillery, after they get, get the, they fire up the damn uh, still. They whack all those mint juleps, man. Damn right. What about, yeah. what about those Quinn Spires at Churchill Downs, yo? Hey, man, I was a member of Twin Spires until they ripped me off and I had to rip them on the Internet and then pull, take no, my money know. out. Oh, yeah? You had an account with them? Yeah. And I made a mistake, and they wouldn't give me my money back. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they had to send me a check, and I ripped them. I said, that's Hold bad, pa- that's bad customer service, man. I agree. Other than that, then the Kentucky Derby history, what up, Secretary? It's Luz and, um, and uh, Rolf Steins on Twitter. Uh, uh, as what? for baseball, what? we got breaking news from Kincaid's. I read on the crossing broad. From Kevin Kincaid? Yes, you're Philadelphia Union dominating down there, Harry. Yeah. Doing they, a great job. How about the Union? I think they're going to win this whole they thing. They qualified for the next round already. Yes, they did. Yeah. Kevin Kincaid, man, he knows his soccer. He's got every scar for every team in the mm, world, I believe, he does. at home. Yeah. And not only that, my man Kincaid's laid out the TV schedule for the Sixers, Flyers, and uh, Phillies, yo. He does a good job, man. Yeah, he's one of my favorite writers, yo. Yeah, the Sixers have three games that are going to be scrimmages that are going to be televised, Tony. No, really? Yes. 
starting Friday, July the 24th at 3.30. So during Friday's show next week, we, should be, we should be able to watch them play Memphis. Is that on NBC, SN, yes. MCC yes. Sports? Yes. This is Mark Zumoff alongside Allah Adonabi and Molly... Uh, no, nah, she's gone. She's the gone. Other, the other chicks there now. K- Katrina Winters or something like Never that. Never heard of her. Serena, Winters. Serena, Serena Winters. Serena Winters. Yes. Yes. We have Molly Sullivan down at the at the um, center. Mm. Yeah, she works. She does NFL stuff now, Molly Sullivan. I think Sullivan. so. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Once you move from the NBA ranks, you take a step up in class and go to the NFL Shield. That's got to be a great, great step up in class for a lady announcers. By the way, no Zoom session for Jose, and people are complaining, Jose. you got to work on that for next week, I know. Week, we need man. to work on that next week. You need, we need you on Zoom, man. Yeah. I got Zoom. You do? Yep. Uh, next week, next you got to set it up, man. No problem, we're yo. Gonna, we're going to need your email address. Exactly right. I'll give it to Miss Robin on her, on her inbox. And a credit card and your Social Security number. No, nah, we ain't going <laughs> on. <laughs> and not Sorry, just the bro. last four that digits, is, either. That is. I'm privileged information, yo. All right, Jose. All right. All right we got to get rack that guy. What up? What up? Coming up. <laughs> we'll talk some sports law next hour. And we're back. Well, tax season's here, folks, and you know. Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from? April here to tell you about the tax filing software from Tax Act. Uh, seriously, were you, like, hiding behind my desk? Seriously. Tax Act makes it easy to get your maximum refund. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Switch to Tax Act today, and you can start for free. Or as we say at Radioland. Subtle. Tax Act. Tax Act. File for less and get more. See taxact.com for details.